Welcome to the Success Leaves Clues podcast with Robin Bailey and Al McDonald. Have you ever wondered what makes someone successful? What are they doing that's different? How do they achieve greatness? We believe that success leaves clues. In this series, we are interviewing very successful people from different walks of life to hear their stories. We'd like to remind our listeners that the views expressed in this podcast are those of our guests and not necessarily those shared by our hosts. Welcome back to the Success Leaves Clues podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Legacy Advisory Group. We believe sound financial advice improves people's lives. We're also brought to you by Aria Benefits. We help business leaders attract and retain that top talent. I'm your host, Robin Bailey, here with my co-host and business partner, the person that puts the fantastic in financial planning, Al McDonald. Al, how's your day going? Going great, as always, on any podcast Friday. Always a good day, lots of fun, and uh, looking forward to our next guest as well. As am I. You know, that's one of the things I've said from the beginning. You know, the podcast is such a great opportunity to meet really interesting, good people. We often become friends with the people that have been on the show. Life is so busy and it's one of those rare times where you get to stop, turn off the email, turn off the phone and just have a genuine conversation. So I'm a big fan and I'm really excited to invite Nadia Ghani to the show today. She's an HR generalist who loves being a people's person and she definitely is. She's been known to say that people make a team and they make an organization. So she's passionate about making sure people are happy where they work and thrive and continue learning. She is an advocate for diversity, equity, inclusion, as well as mental health, very important these days. And her biggest asset, she believes, is her upbringing, which shaped her into who she is today. And she says that growing up in different countries while being a citizen of Bangladesh gave her a unique perspective on why people do things differently around the world. And I think, I think Nadia, that's a perspective we haven't had. So I think this is going to be really interesting. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, I think I can't remember because, you know, we meet so many people, especially because of the podcast, we get introductions. But I remember going on your LinkedIn profile because, you know, everyone I meet, I'm going to check them out and see what they're all about and what they're posting and that sort of thing. And it really struck me as in your banner, most people like me, for example, I have ARIA Benefits It's going to promote ARIA Benefits. And yours says, my why? To give back. So why is it there and why is that important to you? Maybe tell us about that. It's because it's something that propels me into anything that I do. I have gotten so much where I'm right now. If I start counting, you know, it's it's really endless. Like when we first came to Canada, I, I got tremendous support. Obviously, my husband is my biggest rock. No matter what I do, he's always there just cheering me on. And I started with Walmart Canada as an associate and the store manager there, his name is Raj Radhakrishnan. I'm sure like, you know, if you check him out, he's an awesome person. He saw me from day one and he's one of those leaders who ask everyone, you know, their name, their background and what are their passions are. And I always said, it's people, you know, I love helping people. I would leave my work. If there is someone who needs something, I would go out of my way and help them. And I think he saw those qualities and then he promoted me to an HR person because he knew like, you know, I got my background in HR. And I think that's how my career took off. There was like a big stepping stone. So I got so much. That's why I say, you know, always to give back. 
So I just want to pass it on. If I can help anyone who comes across my way, especially new immigrants, I know they come with such different perspective and backgrounds and they don't get the chance. So, you know, someone gave me and I just want to pass it on. So that's one of my why is to give back. It's very cool because again, I'm on LinkedIn all the time and I see a lot of profiles and yours just struck me because there it was like that message. Like I said, a lot, I'm putting my brand up there, right. To say, (laughs) Hey, you know, here's my brand. Now I do have further on. I said, Hey, here's who we help, but I love that it was in your banner. So kudos to you for being different and different in a good way. You mentioned coming to Canada and I mean, we heard a little bit of you starting at Walmart Canada, but Prior to that, like, can we go back in history and just tell us a little bit about your journey? Where did you come from? How did you get here? Like, how did you end up here anyway? Sure. I was born in Kuwait. My dad had a business over there. And then when I was 16, my dad expanded his business to United Arab Emirates in Dubai. So we moved over there. I did my undergrad. So got to meet people from all over the world. I started in American University of Sharjah. And I met everyone, but then, you know, it's university, I was kind of conservative, like you can't talk about Israel and you can't talk about LGBTQ+. And all these things like struck me as, you know, they're human beings. So why are people not allowed to talk about them or, you know, accept them in society? And I never got to talk about those things because those were sort of illegal there. But then I got lucky. My dad sent me to USA and New York to do my MBA in HR. And I got exposed to, you know, the New York culture, people from different backgrounds, people from Tel Aviv, people who are, you know, LGBTQ plus. And I got really, really interested in people and culture. And from there, I was on a student visa, got married over there. I did work at Macy's and Central Pacific Bank in Hawaii. That's just an awesome place to live. So I got exposed to even more culture, like Japanese culture, people from Korea, people from New Zealand, Australia. And from there, we applied for permanent residency of Canada. And then that's how we moved here in 2019. So that's why I say like, I'm from Bangladesh, um, grew up in Middle East, so I can relate to Middle Eastern people, people from Kuwait and Saudi Arabia, how they interact, um, their culture. My background is South Asia, so I know like, you know, how people behave and why do they do things from Pakistan and India and Sri Lanka. And then being in North America, being exposed to people from all walks of life. So I think it all gives you different perspective. And no matter, I feel like where you come from, I can sit down, you know, with you, have a cup of coffee and catch up with you over food, over your culture. There's a very cool background. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and thinking, geez, I wish I wish I had that much exposure. And, and the only way I can do it is through travel. And, and it's one of the things that I believe, you know, the, one of the only things we spend money on is travel, you know, that makes you richer, right? And, and you've lived that experience. You've gone and lived with the other places and other experience other cultures and work with people so to me when you're coming to someone like Canada where we are such a multicultural environment and especially in the workplace which is fantastic I always say to people when they say oh well you're from Canada what's that or from Toronto what's that like I said any culture you would experience any food you're feeling like we have all the best because we have everything here and it's fantastic but to me in, in your role that is such an invaluable level of experience because you're interacting with people from the HR side. So 
I think I can safely say we have not had one person on the podcast that is that type of worldwide experience. So I think that's really an asset for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I, I got to say, truthfully, it made me feel a little bit inadequate because I grew up in a small town of about 1,200 people. That was it. That's, that's my story. Too. That's an experience <laughs> too, yes. Yeah, so just I'll uh, put the two beside one another. And, yeah. Anyway, so tell me a little bit about, you've obviously had a very, very diverse experience growing up with work. Uh, you mentioned New York. I was in New York this summer, and I can absolutely see why you learned what you did, because that is a very diverse place, even far more than Toronto. As soon as I, I got there, that was very obvious. But tell me a little bit about your ideas, your goals. Where do they come from, and how do you generate them? It's people, again, you know, just watching people, observing them, LinkedIn, I always come back to it. Same thing with Robin, you know, I'm always there in LinkedIn, just reading people's profile, their bio, and it's, it's always fascinating and always asking people questions, you know, how are you doing? What are your goals? What really pushes you, motivates you? This morning, I did a 6K with one of our employees who is a one-leg amputee. So I've never done with anyone who is one leg amputee. So it was like a whole different experience just to see him not slowing down for us, not stopping. And he was going and he just pushed me and he asked me a question like, you know, how do people who have both legs are just sitting on a couch and not moving? If only they knew what moving does to your mind, your heart, the way you work. He just like really inspired me. So I always say whenever anyone asks me any question, you know, what gets you up in the morning, what keeps you moving, I would say it's the people around me. I just get so much inspiration watching them and asking them questions. And again, you know, because I get so much inspiration from them, it comes back to my why is to give back. It's if I get inspired by people, I want to give them, I want to make a difference. Working at War Amputations of Canada, working people who are amputees, and we see the things that the War Amps as an organization does for people, especially for kids who are born without limbs. I mean, just buying them prosthetics, hand, prosthetic legs, prosthetics for swimming and biking. Or just helping them with their logistics of, you know, going to hospitals. And all these things just really makes me passionate about just helping people. So if there are other people who can help make a difference, I want to be in the same profession. I'm thinking about that as you're talking about it, doing a 6K run with someone who only has one leg. And it certainly gives you perspective. And I think we... We all come across those opportunities in life to gain perspective. Nadia, you you saw my post this afternoon about my brother passing away, and it certainly gave me perspective because I remember having the conversations with him about one day I'll go here or someday. And I, you know, I have a saying that I've that I've listened to for years, and it's you know the road to someday leads to the town of nowhere, and unfortunately for him, it led to nowhere. And those moments in life give you that perspective to think really there's no excuse or if there's a barrier it's a barrier i'm creating in my own mind right and and to your point i mean when someone is out there pushing and saying no 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 you're not slowing down for me you know it gives you that kick in the pants to say well geez i don't have any excuses on this so no oh, i love that the short time that i've gotten to know you and and listening to you talk now i mean you're so passionate about what you do for someone like yourself 
what are you curious about in your line of work? Like, what are you looking, you know, what are you always curious about out there and, and trying to find out and trying to solve? And maybe it's just an extension of what you've already said, but I'd love to hear. It's just making a difference. And again, people, why? Like, why do they do things? That's something really, really pushes me. I've seen my dad, he always did charity works. As you know, Bangladesh is a developing country. So people need a lot of help with schooling, with medical. A few years back, my dad did an eye camp in Bangladesh, just providing free eye care to people. So he, we were expecting maybe around 500 people. So he did invite doctors, he prepared everything. But I think around 10,000 people showed up. It was just unbelievable. Like we were watching and my dad didn't want anyone to go back without getting some sort of care. And we were hearing people's stories and they came from like miles away because someone told them someone is providing free eye care. It was hard, but somehow my dad pulled through it all and we didn't let anyone go without getting something, maybe a pair of sunglasses because they had cataract and, you know, they need sunglasses at least to go buy or, you know, some money to buy medicine or just to go for that initial appointment. And my dad you know, did take their addresses. So eventually throughout the year, he can reach out to them and find out and help them in some sort of way. So it's all this growing up, seeing my dad always trying to help people, going out of his way to help people and then coming here. And I think, I don't know about the rest of the world, but I've seen people in North America, like back in US and in Canada, People do get out of their way to help other people. And I want to be part of it. So this is something, again, you know, getting inspired by people and then always giving back. I'm not the expert in my field, but I think when I think about, you know, how can I make a difference? How can I make someone's life a little bit easier? I think that helps me, that educates me or shows me the way. How can I be of service? That's an amazing answer. There's so many things that I'd like to jump on and talk about. Number one, I don't know your dad, but from that story, I just became a huge fan. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, imagine how overwhelming that would have been. That, yeah, we'll get about 500 people and all of a sudden 10,000 show up. Yes. I mean, but to his credit, he wanted to make sure everyone got some level of care. So that's amazing. I'm a, I'm a fan. You can tell him that. I love that you want to give back. And I love that you said, you know, you might not be an expert in everything. And sometimes me and the partners, we're trying to figure things out. And I'll ask them a question, you get the answer. Well, I don't know, or I'm not sure. And I'll turn it around. I said, yeah, I know you don't know. But if you did know, and all of a sudden you'll get an answer back. And I think you're asking yourself that, well, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I'll ask myself, how can I help? And it seems to me, you probably figure something out. Is that right? Yes, I think pretty much everyone, if you just think, how can you be of service to someone or how can you help? I think you get the answer. And again, you know, collaborate with people, communication, just asking your team. And that's how, you know, good people figure things out. And you bring in lots of good people in your shows. And I have heard the post podcast and I've seen again, like hard again and again. They're very passionate about people. And I think that gives them their answers to, you know, solve the problems or how to go forward. Now, you've already shared a lot of your journey and a lot of the experiences you've had, and it's quite a, an amazing story. Is there any one most satisfying moment in your journey that you want to share with us? When I can bring a smile to someone's face, just a few days back, an employee told me that 
you know, she never saw me not smiling and it really uplifts her that she works at a great place. So that's something just makes me happy and I wish I can always smile more. And after that, I did LinkedIn poses like, you know, keep smiling and crush your goals. And I think if I'm smiling, I think it does something to your brain. That's why I encourage everyone, you know, just go outdoors, keep on smiling, you know, smile more. I don't know, it does something to your brain, tells you you're happy. And then I think that's when your best ideas come. So I don't know if that answers your questions. Well, you know, we can come back and edit this or not. Previously, we'd ask you about the question, a society grows great when old persons plant trees in whose shade they will never sit. And you said, I'm not sure I can answer that question. I think you've answered that question all through this entire podcast, quite honestly. You're planting those trees. It sounds like every day, just with the way that you work with people and approach people. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that you may never see but who are going to benefit from your attitude and what you've done for them. So we can leave that part into the podcast or not up to you, but I think you've already answered that question. Oh no, we're, we're leaving it in. This is too good because you have answered that Natty. And I mean, it's, I sprung it on you very last minute, so I didn't expect you to have an answer right away, but it's been very clear from this entire episode what you're doing. And, I, and to Al's point, I think you've had an impact on my life already as well. Like I'm, I'm better for it. So um, I'm going to steal your line. I'll post it next week and, and you can like it on LinkedIn for me, but I'm just going to say, you know, keep smiling. I mean, what a, what a great message, right? Like just you're smiling me right now. And I mean, I know a lot of our audio listeners can't see it, but you know, it's just, there's something of positivity that comes out of you and authenticity that when you're speaking with yourself, and I think that message, and I think the impact, and I don't even know if you'll realize the impact that you've had on some of these people, but I'm sure they're going to have that impact. So I think that's a great spot to leave it. Keep smiling, keep positive, follow Nadia on LinkedIn, because it'll certainly brighten your day. I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your journey. It's been a really interesting one. And to Al's point, I feel very inadequate. I got to up my travel game or at least, you know, going to experience more. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have any questions about yourself or what you're doing at the War Ads? LinkedIn is the best way to reach me. I'm very, very active. Even on like weekends, sometimes I'm not liking or commenting, but you know, sometimes I do just open my LinkedIn profile and just see if there is any messages or you know, someone is reaching out to me and if I can help them in any way. So that's the best platform and we can get in touch through that. Okay, perfect. Well, that does it for today's episode. As always, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I know I did. If you have any questions for Al or myself, please feel free to give us a call or by joining the conversation on LinkedIn. Success leaves clues, my friends.